This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Over 24 million people in the United States are addicted to either alcohol or drugs. It's a national epidemic, and it's killing more people than auto accidents each year. If you or a loved one are struggling with an addiction, what's your plan? Do you think it will just go away on its own? It won't. Are you embarrassed or ashamed to ask for help? Too many people are. Addiction is not a character flaw. It's a disease that left untreated destroys lives, families, and relationships. It will literally take everything from you. Get help. Get help now. Call the Addiction Advisor Helpline. Their advisors are there 24 hours a day to listen and provide guidance. The call is free and the service is free. Call the Addiction Advisor at 800-278-9402. That's 800-278-9402. Again, 800-278-9402. That's Stu are about to do another Pat and Stu show. It's what so, we do here. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so welcome to it. 888 beck 888-727-BECK is the number to call. Also is, uh, uh, Jeffy is also here. The, uh, the guy thank you. Who's, uh, overweight. Thank you. Oof. So he's, uh, he's also here. You know what? That's awful. Could be other things. Hashtag fat wins. Fat lives matter. <laughs> Get it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, love one, of course, on, on Friday, which is great. <clears throat> it is an interesting thing, again, uh, that love would win. Because I actually think it's accurate. What mm-hmm. won was the feeling that we want to be nice to people and ha- let people have their relationships. Mm-hmm. That's not how the Supreme Court is supposed to operate. really isn't. Like, they're supposed to make rulings that make people feel terrible if they're constitutional. Like they're they're the people who step in when all the momentum is going towards something that we all think uh, is the greatest thing in the world and step in. They say, you know what? Sorry, you can't do that. Amend the Constitution to make it happen. That's their job. Yeah. The the one that's supposed to win when the Supreme Court rules is the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. And that's why Roberts wrote what he wrote. Celebrate if you want. You know, go celebrate your happiness over uh, gay marriage if you want to. But don't celebrate the Constitution. Because it had nothing to do with that, had nothing to do with the U.S. Constitution. So it's hard to argue. I yeah, mean, I, you know, I, it, it's it's this. I don't understand. And you know, I don't know. Maybe we're doing yet another show on this, but it's like it's this thing of like feeling incredibly excited. Like if you're about to get married as a gay person, I can understand. Hey, I couldn't get married yesterday. I get married today. By the way, it's a very. It was only about twenty percent of the country that this thing even affected, as far yeah. as that goes. So I mean. It, you know, really, there were larger days earlier, um, you know, than this one. But I guess this is the, you know, the final step across the finish line for the for the movement to get to 100 percent. And that's obviously I understand why people would be happy. But the way it happened is poor. Even if you like it, the mm-hmm. way it happened was poor to, to have to go to the Supreme Court and have them 
create out of whole cloth a right that wasn't there yeah. when you already had great momentum with public opinion that it could have been you could have done it a way that was much more organic and 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 legal um i i would say is, is kind of a negative outcome I, I i think you know i understand it i you know i get it because i think the what you're really looking for is society to say what you have is okay you know like mm -hmm. that, that's kind of what what they what seemingly the gay marriage movement is about it's not really about any of the things like you know that it's purported to be about as far as like uh well we want the same rights i mean obviously everybody wants the same rights but it's a it's about say like this public recognition that government finally says this is okay we recognize you as equals government says it and it's like well you rely too much on government if that's your goal Mm -hmm. You know, this is why I, I find the argument for getting government out of marriage very persuasive. And that, like, I don't need the government to recognize my marriage. I don't need them to give me the A-OK -okay that what I'm doing is all right. You know, I need them to defend the country and enforce contracts and, yeah. and, and, and police the streets. I don't need them to freaking tell me whether my relationship with my spouse is okay or not. Yeah, and it, it's some of the side issues that are problematic here. Like, did love win uh, when the bakers in Oregon were fined $135,000 for not doing a wedding for uh, a, a cake for a gay wedding? Yeah, I'd argue no on that. Yeah. Did, did love win when the ph photographer in New Mexico declined to take the photos for the lesbian wedding? Did Love win then, and, and she was sued for that and had to pay attorney's fees and all that kind of stuff? Did Love win in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, where the couple that wouldn't marry a gay uh, couple, there was a couple of ministers that owned this church, and they do weddings there. And so a gay couple came to them wanting to do the marriage at their church, and they said, no, we don't, we don't perform uh, gay nuptials here. And so they were threatened by the city of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, with arrest. They were going to be arrested for not performing that wedding. When did that happen? Were you going to be arrested for it? Yeah. And you, I'm certainly much more of that is going to happen. It doesn't sound like love winning there. No. It really doesn't. Uh, and, and, and it's interesting to see with the Confederate flag story, a lot of people have tried to play off of that. And, and they went to Walmart and made a video about how they rejected the Confederate flag cake, then made the ISIS flag cake, they made the South African apartheid flag cake. Uh, and it's a great point, and we all feel good about it. But this is the mm -hmm. difference between conservatives and liberals. Conservatives makes YouTube videos that make an interesting point. Liberals go through, like, actual lawsuits yeah. and push it up to the freaking Supreme Court yeah. uh, to push these things and through. And affect actual change. They affect actual change because they don't mind going to the government and utilizing their power to enforce whatever they want on others. And I'm not saying that's a good thing to advocate for. I think it's awful. But that is the difference. Like, the point is made, right? Their stance on these cakes is ridiculous. As mm -hmm. soon as it's a viewpoint they don't like, then th there's nobody getting sued. But is there going to be something that, uh, is there going to be somebody that's going to go and do this Walmart thing? And Walmart's a tough one because it's such a big company. But go to a, a small baker in a small, t in the same small town or a similar small town in the same states, the ones you just listed. Mm -hmm. Do it there. Go there, go there and make the photographer come out to a Confederate flag rally. Do it there, and when they don't do it, then sue them and see what happens. The problem is, if you win, it creates a bigger problem. So, I don't, you know, how do you handle those things? You know, I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, you can make the point on YouTube, and we can all talk about it and feel good about it for 24 hours, and then it's gone. But the people in that bakery actually lost the $100,000.
Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Walmart's not getting penalized for this outside of a sm slight bump in PR, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, already in Houston, Texas, we had this story last year. What was it, November or something, December, with the ministers having to turn over their sermons. <laughs> and then that wasn't enough. They had to turn over their speeches that they were doing and as prayers, well. right? And the prayers yeah. that they were giving. And, and they wanted to know any kind of reference to homosexuality, same-sex marriage, and Houston's mayor, uh, Anise Parker, because she's lesbian. Well, what? Yeah, you you want to hear my sermons? Come come sit in, in the pew on Sunday, mm -hmm. and, and you can listen to them. Uh, I don't have to turn them over to the government just because you want them. So that's the problem, is that this is never... I mean, you know, I guess to uh, a certain percentage of homosexuals, it's been about gay marriage. But to another percentage, it's about much, much more than that. It's about it's about not being able to speak your mind and talk about your religious point of view. So what will become of churches that don't support or don't perform same-sex marriage? Will they be will somebody try to force them into doing that rather than finding a church that is okay with it? I think so. And I think that'll happen fairly quickly. Uh will love prevail or will you move on to a different church? Uh, I mean, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. W will it be okay? For clergy members to preach biblical scriptures that have an uh, anti-homosexual feel to them or that say it's a sin, I don't know. I think all that stuff is going to be challenged, and then it's going to be interesting. Meanwhile, in the Middle East, you have ISIS murdering homosexuals in the name of this hashtag uh, love wins thing, just because they're, uh, they're going to show who they are and what they're all about. And nobody's even talking about that. You know, is anybody is anybody going after ISIS over that? I don't think so. I haven't seen. When are we going to get some perspective on this and gain some uh, priorities here? I mean, this is it's really amazing what's happened. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. But also we have this other uh, crisis situation brewing uh, financially in Greece with uh, the, the Greeks lining up at ATMs for sometimes four, five, six hours or more, trying to get $67 out of it. I, I guess that was the limit you could get, you could extract, you could withdraw from your account. And then uh, it apparently ran out in almost all ATMs, and now the banks are just simply closed. They just shut them down now for six business days. Um, there are five Imagine an entire country's <clears throat> banks close for six business days well it's not since the great depression has that happened here right uh, as far as i know and i don't even know if it was that long i know the banks closed down for a day or two i, I don't even know if it happened for six full business days then Jeez. i mean that is crazy so the cabinet decided after an eight-hour session that the greek banks would remain shut for six business days and restrictions are imposed on cash withdrawals and I, I don't know what good the restrictions are going to be when so many of the ATMs are just out of money. That's what happens when you have a run on the ATMs. Uh, they run out of money. Mm -hmm. Saw that in Houston. We've talked about that no, before. ATMs, Rita. Just, the money is just there. Yeah, no, it, just, it doesn't just keep about? coming just out. You put your card in and the money comes out. It's yeah. always there. Yeah, they're, they, they run out. You've got to replenish that oh, money. Yeah. And yeah. I know uh, we talked about this a little briefly on radio where Glenn, you know, was making fun of me for not going places that are dangerous. But, like, would you go on a vacation to Greece right now? No. Like, the uh, whole no. thing is no. potentially melting down, and you have no access to your own money. 
Like, it's one thing to go to a place that's dangerous, but at, mm-hmm. le- but you, at least you can improvise a little bit. If something goes wrong, if you get robbed, for example, what do you do? Mm. You know, you can't get money. Uh, who, God only knows if credit cards are going to work. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? I would be really uh, hesitant to, to go there just and if from you that reason. There, if you live there, I'd be in a total panic right now. They don't seem to be. I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. The Greeks are like, eh, eh whatever. Yeah. have been dealing with this for a while. Yeah, I think that is kind of part of it is that they, and they mm-hmm. also, like, the, the question of whether they will leave the, you know, uh, whether they leave the euro and all those things, like, they're, they're not going to be decided right away. But, you know, they were talking about, I heard someone on the air this morning going, like, well, what they need to do is forgive all this debt. You know, they need to forgive, debt <laughs> forgiveness. Oh, It's always okay. debt forgiveness. It's always like, oh, well, just, just don't make them pay anything. Right. And, look, I understand that everyone's going to come and say that, but my impression of this was, okay, they had these problems a few years ago. They set in, uh, in motion a plan in which they had to pay this money back with interest, <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. but they got a big loan that said, hey, uh, you know, okay, you got to, you know, this will br- bridge you until your economy recovers. They're not paying back any of the money. And that's what do you do saying. realize we're that? Not, we're not going to. No, no, no yeah, but yeah. they're not, even the I plan... Know is not for them to pay back the money. They have 15 to 20 years of no payment at all on the principal. All they have to do is pay the interest, which is 1%, and And they can't do that. You know how much money we're talking about here? One and a half billion dollars. A billion, yeah, a little over a billion dollars. But it's it's not dollars. I think it's euros. So maybe it's $2 billion in, in American money, in the dollar. Two billion? You can't make a payment of two billion dollars. Like six hours of our stimulus plan. You can't make that. <laughs> I mean, I know we're a much larger company with yeah. a mu- country yeah. with a much larger GDP, but Greece has a GDP of I don't know two hundred and fifty billion or something. You can't make really. You can't make that payment, and you knew this was coming mm-hmm. for five years now, and you didn't save up enough to say, okay, we got to make this payment. Here it is. I, that, that's pathetic. You don't deserve to be a country. Well, yeah. I mean, Problem is, I just forgot about there's it. going to be a domino effect that affects everybody, yeah, including if, us. If they do really go into default, which I think is tomorrow, right, is the day that in in theory they could go into default with the IMF. And if that happens, I mean, it really could spin out of control. And everybody's saying they're not going to bail, bail them out. Uh, there's, everybody's like, no, I'm not. No, you, you're refusing to pay anything. No. Why would I throw bad money after? You know, terrible money after the bad money I already gave you. Yeah. They're not going. They're not going to do it. So and, and look what they did. They they elected a freaking socialist. It's like if you were taking yeah. this seriously, you would you would elect somebody who's got major business experience is going to run the country. Uh, you know, with with a sort of responsible edge. You put a socialist in there that's going to expand programs and everything that a socialist promises you to, that they're going to do. There's no way you're getting your money back out of that. No way. There's no way. It's no like way. it's like loaning Jeffy money. You're never getting it back ever. Oh, that's not true. I mean, I, I I'm I know that my payment is coming up. I'm going to get it to you. I mean, Greece. It looks like didn't even want to pretend like they were going to give it to them. No, you at least I, will pretend. I, I, is that your, that's your argument in your favor? Absolutely. Mm, thank you. All right. Me. It's great. Thank you. Um, so anyway, they're supposed to be able to withdraw from ATMs again this, by this afternoon. So I guess they're replenishing the ATMs, which if they do that, maybe you can get by on $67 a day until the crisis is over. I, I don't know. Uh, if not you not want to be the guy replenishing a, the ATMs. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I wouldn't either. Also, web banking transactions would be mostly free, allowing Greeks to pay bills online. 
Okay, so you can transfer your money from your account to, like, pay the light bill or right. pay your mortgage or something. So that can still be done. Uh, but you can't move your money from Greece to somewhere else right. just in case everything's about to implode. And that's what I'd be thinking about doing right now. You'd want to get your money out of a Greek bank, the right? The thing is, how the hell do you still have it in a Greek bank? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. If you live in Greece, how on earth yes. do you not have you not moved whatever money you might have? Should have. Obviously, you know, look, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, that's one thing. But if you actually have uh, some sort of nest egg, it should not be in Greece anymore. You should have <laughs> gone on vacation somewhere else and plopped it into some other bank a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, because, that, oh, I, look, Greece is, is a disaster. It's been a disaster. We've t I've told the story before. Um, it's a book, uh, Boomerang, Michael Lewis, and he, he talks about what, you know, it's all about, like, each country, what happened in the financial crisis. And, you know, Iceland is in there, which is a really interesting one about how that economy just collapsed. But Greece is a really interesting one because they, the main reason for it was just government corruption. They got so used to a bribery society where when you wanted something done, people would come and bribe local officials and, and, and people who had connections would get government jobs that didn't do anything and they wouldn't even show up for months and months at a time but still get big paychecks. To the point where mm. the, the Greece, of, to try to get this under control, eventually passed a rule max, setting a max salary on uh, people who work for the government. Um, it was a max monthly salary. So what Greece did, these Greek government institutions, was to create extra months so they could still get their payments out to the people they were bribing and having uh, uh, corruption, uh, corrupt activities with. They would just pay them 14 months a year so they would get more money out there. That's how corrupt the society was. It was like a rite of passage to avoid taxes in the society. Nobody mm -hmm. pays them. Nobody pays taxes in Greece, percentage-wise, compared to, like, the United States. It's like almost nobody. And it's like, well, that's what happens. You, you have a society that disregards the law, that doesn't, uh, you know, even care or even mm. try to care about having, uh, you know, uh, some sort of wow. avoidance of corruption, and, and this is what you get. But, I mean, if you have your money there, you should have known that a long time ago and got the hell out of there. I'm kind of glad I don't live in Greece right now. Really? Yeah. Jeffy, you should go. You should go for the show. But yeah, I highly recommend it for yeah. Jeffy. Like maybe go, you know, it's bring some, bring some money. No, it's bring not some at all. Bring not a big, at all. Bring a big bag of money with you and yeah. go just go to the streets. Yeah. And by the way, make sure you mark the bag with a big dollar sign mm -hmm. because then people, you know, will know. Hey, so I should international sign for. Hey, I've got some money. For right, because mm -hmm. you want people to know. Hey, I shouldn't talk to that guy or, 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 or interact. You know, he must have something important going on. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to interrupt him. He's That's got a what big it means bag in of money. Greece. The dollar sign means. What Stu just said. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you should bring in, uh, I, I am an operating gun-free zone, so people will know yeah, you're not yeah, armed. Yeah. You know, they don't have to fear you. Yeah, that's another good idea. Yeah. Good suggestions. Would that be dangerous? Right. <laughs> no. Uh -uh. For, for them, no, because you don't yeah, have the gun. No. So, right. Everything should be fine. All right. 888 beck 888-727-BECK. You should be prepared, I think, is the... <laughs> yes. I think that is the theme for uh, this particular break. You should maybe be prepared. Uh, and that includes, you know, maybe you have some cash on hand from time to time. Maybe you have some food on hand. Is that possible? Mm. To have some food? And this mm -hmm. is delicious food. Uh, to maybe be prepared with. You can get a 72-hour kit right now for My Patriot Supply. 
for $10. Yeah, I mean, obviously, hopefully we're not Greece today, but you never know what's coming around the corner. And if Greece melts mm. down, the euro could potentially melt down, and then we're all affected in serious ways. I mean, this it's not out of the question that something like this can happen. It's happened, as you mentioned, in this country before, right. and it could happen again. This is an easy $10 step to get your preparedness going Ten from bucks. My Patriot Supply. And it includes shipping, too. It does. What number would I call if I were interested in, you know, taking advantage of this? Incredible offers, too. My recommendation would be 800-274-3040. Hmm. What was that again? 800-274-3040. Call them. My Patriot Supply. 10 bucks, 72-hour kit with shipping included. My Patriot Supply. It's not just food. Mm -mm. It's freedom. Right. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-630-6720. That's 800-630-6720. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Ah, this news gets better every minute. Every minute it gets better. Uh, this is fun because uh, Kathleen Sebelius is uh, talking about her, the reaction that she gets from people everywhere. You know, we just had Supreme Court rule in favor of Obamacare last Thursday. And so they went to Kathleen Sebelius to ask her about her thoughts on Obamacare and how it's going with her. You know, when she walks around, goes around this country, here's what she had to say. About there are 6.4 million people who now know that uh -huh. the coverage that they have can continue on with subsidies and millions down. more who can mm -hmm. take advantage of it. I've been a lucky one. I've always had yeah. affordable, available health care. So mm -hmm. I feel great for the people who talk to me every day in the grocery store and on airplanes and stop me on sidewalks and tell me that uh -huh. this has changed their life forever. Dude. They no longer have to worry about oh my God. affording health care if they agonizing. get sick, taking care of their kids, and this is a very good day for those Americans. Oh, shut up. I mean, can you? Oh, my God. I mean, first of all, does that happen to her really? No, no. way. I'm sure no, somebody's done it to her. Well, there's I also mean, been a lot of people who like said the opposite. There's like one in ten. Yeah. The I, other I nine are saying, hey! Hey, are you the one responsible for me losing my insurance? <laughs> yeah. But like, how rude is it to t to be happy about what what essentially just happened? Is uh, Jeffy? I passed a health care law. Jeffy walks up to me in the airport and says, "Hey, thanks so much for taking Pat's money and giving it to me." <laughs> wow. I mean, that is the process. That is the yeah. process, and it's like, well, that wow, you must feel wonderful about that. Yeah. It's great because Jeffy gets the money that patterned, There's and that's, no way that's that awesome happens. and everything. There's no way that happens. Sir. I, if we did a survey, I bet you nine out of ten people don't even know who she is, Yeah, let alone people coming up to her on the street saying, oh, thanks for the health care, Kathleen. I'm sure it's happened Shut for, you know, I'm sure occasionally she gets passed and recognized and somebody says something positive to her, but <laughs> I guarantee she's leaving out quite a bit out of that story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, we're upside down on that policy still to this day. More people oppose it than support it. By a lot. By a pretty significant margin, yeah. So. Last I saw it was like 17, 18, 20 points, somewhere in there. No, I, I mean, I it's, a yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. 888-727-BECK. Also, 
apparently the Dalai Lama likes Mao. Uh, it's kind of weird uh, since, you know, China overran Tibet. And uh, that's why he's in exile. <laughs> I mean, isn't that kind of an issue? I don't know. Here's what he said. What has had the most profound effect on you in your lifetime? At, at young age, <laughs> meeting with Chairman uh, Mo, mm. mm -hmm. uh, that also I think quite sort of, quite some sort of substantial sort of impact in my mind. Was it a positive impact or just an impact? I think both. His concept or his, uh, I think his spirit, uh, and also you see, I personally yeah, also okay. you see get okay, uh, uh, very useful advice from him, from Chairman Mao. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, how to carry, uh, how how to lead uh -huh. public or people. Right. Uh, that is 1954, 55. Mm -hmm. Then 56 came to India, mm -hmm. and, uh, and then mm -hmm. I really uh, learned oh, how music, music sort of, uh, mm -hmm. useful or good, or good. The democracy, open society, uh -huh. freedom of speech, freedom sure. of thought. Sure, which, none of which was practiced by Mao. Uh, I'm sort of confused. Did, did he teach you also? Did you get some advice on how to kill 70, 80 million people? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, that I don't know it. if he taught him that, because uh, I, don't, I don't think the Dalai Lama practices that. No. That is one bizarre interview. Yeah. That's I mean, almost that's like two bizarre down, interviews yeah. in one. I mean, that's like wanting to what? sit down with Hitler or something, right? I mean, if you yeah, asked him yes. to have dinner with him, would you, who would you like to have dinner with most that's dead? If you say Adolf Hitler, why? Because you know what he did. But he'd be an interesting to sit down and across the table from. No, that's not what he was saying. He said he learned right. a lot from this guy, and he enjoyed. it was a positive impact on him. Mm. Until he went to India, right? No, he went to India, and he came into his own, it seemed like. I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, that is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is weird. Um, uh, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about it. Yeah, maybe I better yeah, not. No. But, um, yeah. So this was in 2007. The Business Insider interviewed Dalai Lama in Washington. Um, and, you know, so this is long after China overran Tibet. This is long after he was exiled. This is the reason the guy travels around the world and can't live in his own country. Yeah. China. Hmm. I, uh, weird. Strange. Um, I, was, uh, I was looking at uh, Reddit this weekend. Um, Reddit is a, you know, almost all the stuff that gets super popular is generally liberal. Mm -hmm. um, and they, but, you know, if you're going to name it politically. Um, and so they had, a, they had a, uh, a thing where they do, you know, they'll just ask a question and people try to answer it. And the, the question was, what's the biggest F up of all time? That was their question. What's the biggest F up of all time? Now, obviously, Jeffy's birth won. But other than that, <laughs> they, the question was what it is. And I was interesting to see because, because you know, seemingly a lot of the stuff they do is liberal. It was interesting to see that when I clicked on it, at least, the number one answer was about Mao. And uh, I didn't know the story per se. I, I mean, obviously, I know he killed a lot of people by starving them. But the, the quote was essentially he was angry about uh, birds eating, like, the crops. So he, like, wiped out millions and millions of birds 
which then allowed parasites to wipe out even more crops and basically destroy uh, <laughs> all these crops and kill millions of people. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, but those damn birds were gone. Yeah, those damn birds, at least they weren't chirping. At least you could sleep in on Saturdays. Uh, but I thought it was interesting in that, that a lot of people had Mao examples because Mao had so many things he did like that mm. that in theory were supposed to be for the greater good but wound up because he did not, he wasn't all-knowing, uh, wound up hurting society. Um, and I think there are plenty of lessons to learn from Mao, but I don't know any of them that are positive. I don't either. They learn a lot from them, though. The White House had that uh, situation. Uh, the, uh, we know all know political powers from the bar- barrel of a gun. comes from a barrel of a gun. Yeah, they Mao liked quote. him. They had uh, him the, Anita Dunn. Anita uh, Dunn. Talked about him. Mm-hmm. They had the Mao Christmas uh, ornament, ornament yeah. mm-hmm. on the, right. on the right. White House Christmas tree. Uh, I mean... What's his face? Didn't have. We found out it wasn't Mao that Jay Carney had up on his wall, but it was. This, it was, uh, it was Russia Soviet, or the Soviet, Soviet propaganda, Soviet propaganda mm-hmm. or something. He met his wife in Moscow. Uh, you know, it's crazy stuff. That's just crazy. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents due coming up. This new thing from Little Caesars. They've got, um, first of all, they got a bacon wrapped pizza for you guys. A bacon wrapped pizza. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the outside oh, of the man. crust, there's just bacon. Oh, yeah, I've, see, I've seen that mm-hmm. on commercials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll try that maybe Wednesday. Oh, yeah, we got to try that. And then in addition, they've yeah, got a new pretzel that. crust with uh, cheddar cheese dipping sauce. Oh, mm-hmm. that sounds good, too. Yes, sir, how is like it that. possible that you could like even that. say to yourself, you know, I think maybe we should try? Yes. We should try. Okay. There should not even be a like a second thought. Okay. I, mean, I don't I know just, what you were. I mean, I was just trying to. Way to come down on him, Jim. I mean, that's ridiculous. You're right. Nice I think job. you're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, another person who's completely right because love is one is Barack Obama. This man has been fighting. Thank you for the rights of oh, gays oh, since, since like March almost. Uh, well, no. Two uh, thousand twelve. I mean, 2012. I didn't mean to make it sound prehistoric. No. It was 2012, though, which is, I mean, how old were you? 2012. I, I can't even, holy cow. I, I think I was a zygote when I was in, in 2012. I was a fetus. I, was, I wasn't even born yet to, in to 2012. To try to bring people back to that time <laughs> I mean, period. Come on. Uh, it was a time where everything was in black and white. We didn't even Remember have that? color yet. Uh, and I don't color mean had on not TV. yet been invented. No, I mean, color like, people have not been invented. It was just everyone was black and white. And I don't mean black people hadn't been invented. I mean there was no color of anybody. Okay. That's what I mean. So Obama, and this is what's in fear. <laughs> like, the gay marriage ruling, look, there's a lot of side stuff. When you uh-huh. talk about how churches are affected and stuff, that really does concern me. Mm. The, the actual fact of you know gay people getting married, you know, I, I support something completely different, which is I want the government out of marriage. So I mean, you know, and neither here nor there for the most part for me. However, the, what is infuriating about the ruling is how everybody all of a sudden claims they've always been on this bandwagon since 1811. Barack Obama believes strongly in gay marriage, with the exception of every time he talked about it publicly well, up until we knew who he was. That's why the British attacked us, because he was uh, in favor of 
uh, gay marriage, really? the British got pissed. Oh. Thus began the War of 1812. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's let's, why they attacked. Let's watch the... Uh, <laughs> again, that's, that's, that's rough. A lot of people uh, don't know that. No, they don't It's know true. That. That's how long Barack Obama's been on board. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> watch a, as much of Barack Obama as we can oh, possibly geez. handle, and All then right. we'll come back and discuss. This is going to kill me. I know change for many of our LGBT brothers and sisters must have seemed so slow for so long. So slow? One of the fastest Compared to ever. so many other issues... America's shift has been so quick. That is true. I know that big Americans of goodwill continue to hold a wide range of Massive views ears. on this yeah. issue. Opposition in some cases has been based on sincere and deeply mm -hmm. held beliefs. In some cases. All of us mm -hmm. who welcome today's news should be mindful of that fact. Right. Recognize different viewpoints. Revere our deep commitment to religious freedom. 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 But today should also give us hope that on the many that. issues oh, with which I we don't. grapple, often painfully, real change is possible. Mm -hmm. Shifts in hearts and minds is possible. And those who have come so far on their journey to equality have a responsibility to reach back and help others join them. There you go. So he's oh, talking yes. about, and it, mm -hmm. it's a fascinating one. I, and it, you know, I was on a big rant uh, about this and, and getting government out of it. And I find it to be interesting in that, like, how invested we are in what the government thinks about, let's say, our given relationship. Like, you know, gay activists are striving for gay marriage because, really, I think more that they just want the government to say that their relationship is okay. But the same side from conservatives, so many, I think. Look at this and say, well, it's wrong because the government has recognized uh, these marriages. And that's fine if you want to have that viewpoint. But does it, should that matter to you? What do you care what the government recognizes? You know, it is about, I think, what Glenn has been talking about and Pat, you as well, is that it's about the church and whether they're going to be forced to do these things. Mm -hmm. Because in the eyes of God, if you're talking about a God argument, in the eyes of God, is someone married that doesn't get married um, in, you know, in a, not in a church to keep it that simple, but like in a religious ceremony. If there's no, um, you know, is, is, the, is marriage about the legal arrangement with the state or is it about your uh, bonding with God, right? I mean, mm -hmm. like as a, as a priest, a priest or a pastor, like that is what is vital religiously. You know, the fact that, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, I mean, from that perspective, George Washington wasn't married, right? I mean, like, like he married in a religious sense and not religious. He didn't have a marriage license. And I don't think God looks at him and says, well, he didn't have a marriage license there. Yeah, he's not because married. here's what the Lord would be really upset that he didn't have a tax exempt status. Right. <laughs> you guys didn't file jointly. So I, I'm sorry. You wouldn't get into heaven. You were living in uh, sin that whole time because yeah, you didn't time. file your taxes jointly. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's the way it would work. And so I, I, I find that conservatives are really focused on this too much. It's, we rely so much on the state to give us our value when it comes to these relationships. Who mm -hmm. gives an F? What the hell these people think? Sorry, I was a little bit excited about that one. Mm -hmm. But I'm really, it's really frustrating. Um, and uh, so maybe we could talk about that uh, this week as, as well. I, I, we should maybe even play You give that. an E, but not an F on that. You give an Sometimes E. Sometimes a G, but never an L. Never an L. Never, never an, L. an L. Okay, no. got it. Uh, interesting stuff. And uh, there's some newspaper, and it's a 
tiny one, so I don't know how big a deal this is. But there's a there's a newspaper that uh, apparently is going to very strictly limit their editorials that oppose same-sex marriage because of the Supreme Court ruling. And I don't even know if I agree with their characterization of this. It's really more than that. It's more than strictly limiting. It's just no. Oh, yeah, they said the newspaper first announced it. Well, they first announced right. it would no longer accept yeah. op-eds right. that oppose gay marriage. That was their initial thing. Now, they're backing off of it because they're getting pressure. And they're saying, well, we would accept, you know, certain arguments against for a limited legal. time. Yeah. Like so, like if someone says, well, here's a constitutional argument, you know, that uh, they screwed up man. in court, they would agree with. But if you say, I don't think gays should be able to get married, they won't accept that. <laughs> I mean, okay. and, and while you're right, All it right. is a small newspaper. They a have the right to do that yeah, as, as do. their own private business. Yeah. And, and we would defend that. <clears throat> But uh, it is a sign of things to come. Uh, mm -hmm. This was, you know, you're already seeing it. You, the same thing happened in bakeries and, and photographers and, 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 every, and all these other examples would be given. Mm -hmm. They're just the front lines of this. Yeah. Um, can you choose what you want to do with your own life? You know, the argument has been for such a long time the other way. Gays should be able to get married because they should be able to choose to do that with their own life. But... The same people arguing that are now saying you shouldn't be able to do what you want when you're baking cakes. Right. What a strange Crazy. argument. It's really weird. It really is. It really and, is. You know, they've come so fast, so so far so fast with this same-sex marriage thing. We, f we forget how fast the change has happened. Yeah. And in 538, they write, write about this. Uh, change doesn't usually come this fast. Uh, think of this. In 1989... Support for gay marriage was, what would you guess? You know. I'd happen to you, look at, yeah, yeah. Have you looked at the story, Jeffy? No, I have not. In 1989. Don't look at this. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Well, <laughs> you've okay, so already seen screen, it, right? It's very difficult. Yeah, I, would, I would probably guess. Uh, yeah. what, Thank 89? you for ruining the suspense. 1989, what would you guess? Uh, 10, 12 percent. <laughs> wow, wrong. It's 12. Oh, Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 12%. Now, remember, again, this is part 12 of the thing. 12% of the people in 1989. That's 26 years ago. Yeah, this is one of the things that's infuriating. And now it's 60, me, right? Uh, about, uh, about everyone's claim of universal support their whole lives. Really? Because the polls don't... They don't uh, back they, that. It doesn't mean... It's not possible for you to say believe what you're actually uh, saying you believe. Can we show the chart again? I know you kind of flashed it up there on one of the screens. I'm not sure if that made it to uh, to uh, the screen real quick. Can we show it on this screen? Because this is an interesting thing. This is the uh, this is look at look at the change. I mean, this is you're looking from 1989 mm -hmm. at 12 percent all the way up to now, which is about 60 percent. Some polls are showing it as high as 63, 64. Um, look at that rise, a very consistent rise, by the way. A couple things about this chart which are interesting. I'm going to stand up and waddle over to the screen for a second. First of all, here's your line of support, right? Going all the way up this way. You got mm -hmm. this? Uh, let's see. Wait, wait. Uh, wait till we come back here. There we go. So we're coming up this like this. You see it's pretty much a straight line. Um, and up here is where it crosses the 50% barrier. You'll also notice my finger is almost exactly on the date where both Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama started supporting it. Yep. It's so blatantly. <laughs> yep. I mean, they're right there, right around 2012, 2013. It's almost exactly the mm -hmm. time. The other thing I found was interesting is a Karl Rove point on this, which is Karl Rove is known as the architect. Okay? Right. He's the guy. Why is he known as the architect? He's known largely as the architect because he was able to win that, sorry, I know I'm out of the light here, 2004 election. Uh, with George W. Bush. And the way he mm -hmm. did that, one of the main things he did was to launch a bunch of state uh, ballot initiatives 
to make gay marriage illegal. So a lot of people who opposed gay marriage uh, were like, I got to get to the polls because, uh, look, you know, I got to get to the polls because I want to vote on gay marriage. And yeah, I guess I'll vote for Bush too. But what I really care about is gay marriage. So it got more people to the polls, which is supposedly why he beat John Kerry. Now, look at this. If you see this that here, was 2004. 2004. That this was is 2004. This is where. Look at that. This is 2004. And you see the line is straight, almost straight the whole way up, except for a slight down curve right here, and then it bounces right back up. This guy, Carl Rove, is a genius because of this. That's it. <laughs> that, it was already going like this. He was able to do this, and he's a genius, mm -hmm. right? This is why mm -hmm. he's on TV all the time. But it's interesting to see that in that 2004 election, 2004, only a decade ago, it was the thing that won the election for Republicans. Yep. Now you can't even come out and bake a cake with an opposing uh, position. No. In 10 years, it went and from 30 to 60. And you can't keep your job with an opposing no. position. The, the president of Firefox, the CEO of Mozilla Firefox, yeah. fired because he donated money to Prop 8. Yeah. I, I, and that's, that is unbelievable. In this article, he didn't even talk about it at work. He wasn't advocating for it. He didn't say, hey, you can't work here at uh, Firefox if you're homosexual. And I don't want to even hear about gay marriage. He simply donated to a cause he believed in, and they fired him for it because the, they found yep. out about it by the way, six years afterwards. Because, just because he didn't say anything doesn't mean he didn't mean it that way. Yeah. That's exactly what he <laughs> and meant. And by the way, a cause amazing. that won. It was yeah, a right, winning. The right, majority right, right. of the state agreed with the cause at the time. Right. And he still was out. Let's goes into this a little bit. Progress has uh, come remarkably fast. There was no legal gay marriage in the United States until Massachusetts permitted it in 2004. At this point, four years ago, at this point, four years ago, only 5% of the U.S. population lived in states where gay marriage was legal. And by the way, Massachusetts did that with the legislature. I believe. I thought they were the courts. I did think or it was either courts, courts or yeah. religious. It was not a vote of the people. No. The, the, at that point, no state had ever voted for anything but stopping. Yeah. In fact, gay marriage. The first twenty states yeah. where it went up, uh, all of all them were voted in crushed. favor of stopping gay marriage, including yeah. the only one. The only exception to that kind of was uh, Arizona, which. Uh, they included banning civil unions, and it failed. But then they later passed it with just gay marriage. Um, uh, in 2008, this it shows again, you that people were fine with, okay, go ahead and, you know, rights, I want, we want the rights to be legal. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have all your rights, do, do your tax things, be able to visit them in the hospital if you have to do the, of course. all of that stuff. And everybody's fine with that. But they just didn't want the definition of marriage to change. Yeah. Um, let me do a little bit more of this because the end point is one. Uh, no one made it to the end of this article. This is an article by Nate Silver, who is one of the guys. He, he's you know pushing for this for a long time and yeah. believed in the cause and, and really tracked the data brilliantly and to the point where he was predicting um, several years ago that uh, of what date that we would cross the 50 percent barrier. And he was actually too conservative. He actually, even, he, you wow. know, a guy who's a strong advocate for gay marriage did not get it right. Uh, but he says, in 2008, not only Republican candidates, but also Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton were publicly, if not privately, opposed to gay marriage. On the same day Obama became the first African-American elected to the White House, voters in liberal California approved Proposition 8, which enacted a constitutional ban on gay marriage in the state. Um, now, uh, they, it goes through a bunch of this, but let me give you this uh, towards the end. As Paul Graham wrote in the essay, What You Can't Say in 2004, because I thought this was the most important part of the piece, which apparently no liberal got to. He writes, it seems to be a constant throughout history. In every period, people believe things that were just ridiculous and believe them so strongly that you would have gotten in trouble for saying otherwise. Is our time any different? 
To anyone who has read any amount of history, the answer is almost certainly no. It would be a remarkable coincidence if ours was the first era to get everything just right. In the United States, gay marriage has gone from unthinkable to the law of the land in just a couple of decades. Homosexuality has gone from the love that dare not speak its name, something that could get you locked up, beat up, ostracized, or killed, as is still the case in much of the world, into something that's out and proud, so to speak. But as Graham writes, there are any number of issues in which the moral consensus we have today will be regarded as backward by our children or grandchildren. So as you celebrate or commiserate tonight, maintain some humility, too. Gay marriage wasn't the first issue on which society changes mind, and it surely won't be its last. I mean, I, the it's humility, approach to it, it is. It's really good. And he's really smart. But yeah. it's, it's the issue of maintaining humility is important when you win, uh, you know, even, and it's obviously important to the losers, but it's important mm -hmm. to the winners. If you go into something like this with a balanced approach where you're actually trying to treat others on the other side with respect, you're going to wind up feeling a lot better with yourself because surely there are things today, and I, you know, we've talked about abortion being one of them, for example. In 75 years, does society really look back and say, you know what, it was cool that they were just killing millions and millions of babies. Maybe they will. Maybe we're wrong on that one. <laughs> no, it doesn't strike me no, as something won't. that's obvious, right? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't strike me as something like, well, yeah, I'm glad they were doing that. That sounds like, you know what? It was about women's rights. It wasn't about all these millions of dead babies. I saw Seems a chart odd. today. Speaking of that, I, I just got to throw this in while it's kind of fresh in my mind. There was a chart on, on deaths of minorities, blacks in particular. And it was uh, 307,000 blacks have been killed since the ruling in 1973 due to violence. Uh, 360,000 from accidents, you know, like uh, car accidents and others. And then it goes up the scale to um, diseases of thing, you know, like cancer and heart, heart sure, disease. Yeah. And it's like 2 million, 2.2 million from heart disease since 1973. 2.2 .2 million blacks have died from heart disease. From abortion, 13 million blacks. Jeez. 13 million blacks would be alive today or a good portion of them anyway. I mean, obviously, some would get diseased and have some of those accidents mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But we'd have 13 million more blacks if it weren't for abortion. Yeah, you tell me what that's about. I mean, they, it's targeting minorities, as it was intended to do from the very beginning with Margaret Sanger. And they've continued that policy forward ever since. It's, it's incomprehensible. It's incomprehensible. So you're right. I think I think in 75 years, I think they'll look back and say, what kind of barbaric society was this? It's unbelievable. More patents too coming up. Eight seven two seven. Beck. Hey, it's Pat and Stu. This uh, group called Well Strung has uh, put out a parody of Stacy's mom. Here's Chelsea's mom for you. Oh. Chelsea's mom has got it going on. Chelsea's mom has got it going on. Chelsea, I want to get down to that voting booth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want your mom. <laughs> what kind of morons are these? Should be good stuff right there. 
Ted Cruz. But well strung. It's like well hung, but it's strung and it's strung. Oh, I get it. I get it. Triple eight seven two seven day eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. So we've uh, uh, we've gotten rid of the flag, the Confederate flag. Uh, the American flag has come under fire from the likes of Louis Farrakhan, um, and now uh, Keith Olbermann has linked the Confederate flag uh, to the Redskins logo. How does this guy have a show? I don't know. It's amazing. Frankly, I don't know. I mean, I understand him on MSNBC or some crap people like that, but why ESPN gives him the time of day, I do I also thought it. that they said he was going to avoid politics on yeah. this show. Well, he's obviously looking for a way to talk about them and can't. So <laughs> yeah. the Redskins are a football team. Mm -hmm. So there you go. And, and there it is. And here he is. Here's him. NASCAR has even spoken out in favor of the flag's removal, reiterated its ban on its official use, and now issued only the most tepid defense of those of its fans who display the flag at races. Warner Brothers, which owns the rights to the Dukes of Hazard TV car, the General Lee, with the flag on the roof, last night canceled its license with the company that made toy versions of the car. All of this happening while the name, quote, Redskins, unquote, is effectively on trial in Virginia. Oh, All of this happening while we see that a symbol like a flag can not only invoke and encourage racism and violence and madness and murder and it, treason, what? but that it can do something even worse. It can represent evil and represent genocide and the persecution so and mockery of a group of people Jeez. because of the color of their skin. And if a flag can do that, a football team name, Beamed into our homes every day, our headphones, Surely, that our can minds bring about every day. It can represent the same <laughs> kind of evil. Oh, you better believe it. The same kind it. of genocide, the same kind yes. of persecution and mockery of a group Thank of people you, Keith. because of the color of their skin. Yes. There is a good reason that Dan Snyder's lawyer did not tell the judge that the name, quote, Redskins, unquote, isn't offensive. Right. That's because it is. No, right. That's because it, it is. And he knows it. Right, thank you, God, Keith. Brilliant he is a joke. Brilliant. I, I, he's a wow. Did you ever? I mean, wow. I if never... there's anything that could make me commit genocide, it's the name Redskins mm -hmm. being beamed into my home <laughs> by an NFL football team. That'll make me riled up to go kill a bunch of people every day, every day, and that's why so many people mm -hmm. have already killed in the name of the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, none. Well, so far. 
<laughs> Especially not the the guy who was you know head coach of the team at the time that it was named after, who was Native mm-hmm. American. He he didn't kill anyone because of the name. No, uh, but you know he would have to kill himself. Um, well, that would be weird. Uh, so stupid. Uh, it's so silly because... Oh, and he is super dramatic. He oh, did his God. melodramatic. I missed, it. I missed it a little bit. Uh, you know, oh, that awful reasoning, God. but surrounded oh, so by the bad. trappings as if he were saying something important. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the Keith Olbermann way. You're saying nonsensical nothings, but you say it in a way that's so pronounced that it mm-hmm. makes it appear as if someone could take it as important. <laughs> Although, it, you know, obviously it doesn't really work anymore, but still kind of interesting. Uh, you know, it's just laughable. You know, it does it. Does it? I mean, by the way, putting quotes around the word Redskins does not stop you from beaming it into our <laughs> homes and creating potential genocide. Uh, so I don't know quote, why Redskins and unquote. Oh, all right, okay, Keith. <laughs> so bad. Ah, he said Redskins. <laughs> I still killed three people when he said it. Well, you have to kill yeah, people you if you to. hear a word. You have to, because mm-hmm. it inspires genocide. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. That is, I mean, that's, come on, ESPN. That's embarrassing. You know, I mean, I guess it's part of their culture, right? I mean, if you're going to fire people for saying chink in the armor in an article, you're going you're gonna to employ mm-hmm. Keith Olbermann, right? I mean, yes. that's just gonna, those two are going to go hand in hand. You just say that on the air, did you? I did. I did. Proudly, because it has nothing to do with uh, racism. No. Nothing. Chinks in armor okay. is like a like Whoa. a divot Whoa. out of an armor piece of armor, mm-hmm. and and it was oh. done by a sword or something. You know, they, bam! And they, oh, look at that! He's got a chink in his armor because a little Can piece was stop? chinked out. Yeah, it's, it's there's has nothing to do with race. It has to do with a little uh, design in uh, or a flaw now in your armor. That's what it has to do with. You can argue that all you want. I mean, are there it's... armor people running around who are pissed off that, hey, you're talking about divots out of our bodies? Mm. No, I don't think no. so. I don't think so. Uh, so uh, I guess there's a, uh, a, this is kind of an interesting story. Baltimore, Maryland State Attorney Marilyn Mosby encouraging young people to use the death of Freddie Gray mm-hmm. as a springboard for new social justice move, uh, a new social justice movement. Of course. Uh, this is in Cosmopolitan Magazine. As young people... We need to utilize this moment. This is, by the way, a person's life she's talking about. Uh, We need to utilize this moment and make it into a movement to address some of the structural, socioeconomic, and systemic issues that plague our communities all across the country, not just in Baltimore. The Daily Caller noted that this statement was published the same day as Medical Examiner ruled the injuries uh, that Gray suffered while in police custody were indeed accidental. Which is, so I guess which is why, which is why, my friend, mm-hmm. she was trying so desperately to keep that coroner's report from yep. going public. She tried everything she could possibly think of to make sure that that report never became public because she wants to continue this sham mm-hmm. that she's got going on because she's getting all kinds of publicity and she's got some kind of uh, aspirations for yeah. something bigger here for herself. And she's working every kind of uh, of avenue that she possibly can here. And then it's amazing because then it comes out, yeah, uh, it looks like it happened when they broke too fast. Uh, like he put on the brakes, had to stop for some reason, and, and then he went flying around and it hurt him. And so they're looking at this trying to actually solve an, a real issue, which is the way they restrain people might be might lead to a take occasionally these mm-hmm. incidents, so they want to change that. It's a sensible way of, uh, of dealing with it. Calling the cops racist and trying to start a movement and based murderers. on it and murderers is probably not as good. It's probably, no. it's probably lesser. 
Yeah. On the scale of good things to do with an incident like that, probably right. down on the low side. Right. Yeah. I'd so. say very, very low. Mm. So mm. Uh, it's uh, it's what they do, though. The left does this. They take advantage of every serious um, uh, incident that they possibly can to try to affect uh, their progressive agenda. Meanwhile, in an op-ed for the L.A. Times, white professor of U.S. history at uh, Cornell University, Edward E. Baptist, blasted the outpouring of forgiveness by the families. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <clears throat> ironic that his name is Baptist, you know, and he's, he's blasting forgiveness. Um, but uh, he's blasting the outpouring of forgiveness by the families of the Charleston church victims, saying in no way does that make up for hundreds of years of violence against blacks. I'm not sure they ever said it did. I'm no, not sure, I'm sure the families did. ever said, hey, we forgive you, and we make up now for the 400 years of uh, bad things that have happened. <laughs> you don't think? I don't think they said mm, that. No. Don't think they said that. So, somebody's trying to uh, draw attention to themselves, it would appear. Would it be this it white be. professor, perhaps? It would appear that, yes. Uh, that, and what does this say? The half has never been to... The, told, oh, the, the half has never been told. Slavery in the making of American capitalism, which obviously... Uh, capitalism's evil, which is why he's selling this book. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's giving it away, right? To um, oh my god, to everybody. Of it's free it for the oh, taking. Oh, oh my gosh! It's always the case. What what Baptist wants to hear is more anger and outrage to fuel social justice, not forgiveness. And then moving on with one's life, he points to a Manhattan Reverend William Barber, who said uh, about the shooter, "The perpetrator has been caught, but the killer." remains at large think about it i am thinking about it and does that mean <laughs> white, white people. people like him white, white people, people are at large and we should all be in prison all be in prison and including him obviously he would not uh, exclude himself from that obviously he's white should we so. roof baptist writes exclusively acted out acted out on a disdain for black life that is all too pervasive in american society my fellow white Americans, I know this will discomfort some of you, but Barber was right. The killer remains at large, and the killer is us. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Collectively, we remain committed to benefits and behaviors that result in the destruction of black lives. What's next? Do you know? Like, okay, we've been dealing with the gay marriage thing for a while. That's over, right? That's mm -hmm. it. They've, they've got it. What's, what's right. the next thing? I guess, what's the next fancy? Uh, what's the next fancy movement that we're all going to be haters for opposing? Yeah, putting white people in prison. For, I guess is that it for now? crimes we didn't commit, but some white guy. Well, did. it's going to be a continuation of the. If you're serious, it's going <laughs> to be the actually... continuation of the Confederate flag, right? It's going to be monuments, roads, streets. So that's signs. the next thing. But that's. I mean, that's already largely decided. I mean, surely I, that you know, it's going to take it, a while, maybe. It but... looks like they're leading up again to reparations for slavery. Yeah. And that's, you know, people like this Edward E. Baptist moron. What a buffoon. I mean, this is just drivel. This yeah. is so stupid. I can't even believe it. When you're, when you're railing against people who have forgiven someone, especially forgiven them for something this drastic and, and extreme, and, and you found it in your heart to forgive, and then you're saying they shouldn't have done that, that's just evil. I'm sorry. You're an evil bastard. And and uh, I can't help you. 
Because I some, can't help At you. some point, you run out of things to ask for, and you have to just start getting paid for bad things in the past. Mm-hmm. The African Americans are largely there, right? Like yeah. it's it's no longer we can't ride in the front of the bus, we can't be elected to president of the United States, uh, we can't make, right. get you know they mm-hmm. that's over. Anything that was mm-hmm. a problem has been finished. right. So now it's well, you did those things to us in the past, and you have to pay us retroactively for those things. Yeah, that's where we are with African Americans. I assume we're going to be there soon with. Gay Americans as well, who will say, "Yeah, you've given up these rights now, but you didn't give them to us for such a long time. It screwed up our culture, and we can't mm-hmm. earn as much or whatever. And you need to repair those old things in the past." It'll be interesting to see at what point we get to the point where we're all only paying for things that we weren't even alive for. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I can't wait for that one because eventually we get there. Some generation will get there. There will be no current things going on, but people will just be paying for things that. People who are, you know, three generations before us did. That sounds a lot like Greece. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. I guess. I mean, it's, I can't, don't get it. Uh, what's next? I, I, if you have an idea, what's next? I mean, maybe it's, um, I mean, is there transgendered? Is it going to be more of like a transgendered thing now? Might be. Maybe that's part of it with no, the Caitlyn Jenner they stuff. They were big in the, in the gay pride parades and stuff going on this weekend. Sure. They really made a big yeah. showing. What mm. is the next thing that we're supposed to... Uh, we're supposed to tolerate, accept, you know, put into the court system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is that next thing? I, I mean, look, I'm not even saying it might be a great thing. Maybe we're, you know, maybe there's something we're missing and we should change. I'm just curious as to what the movement is next. Are we far enough along for uh, no borders, open immigration? Are we far enough along at that? Probably. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the next one. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I, I certainly don't know. It's a good question. I mean, that's a good answer. It could be that. It could be that we just um, hate uh, Mexicans too much. Maybe right. that's the next thing we're supposed to hate. Because mm-hmm. constantly what happens is, even though we don't hate these people, we're constantly just told that we do. So I'm curious right. as to what I'm supposed to hate next. I, I, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. The Confederate flag went away in one week or one day we're almost. Kidding. It was almost a day. And then now we're just kind of doing the mop up on that. And trying to see what else uh, we can we can eliminate from the South, uh, because of course the South so racist and and all of that. And then you've got the Walmart thing where they wouldn't do the they wouldn't even do the Confederate flag uh, c- cake. It's unbelievable. But they will do, but they will do the ISIS cake. I mean, how do you make that decision if you're if you're the manager at Walmart in the in the bakery section, and some guy comes to you and says, "Hey, I'd like a Confederate flag cake because I'm doing a, a party." And they say, oh, my gosh, no, we can't do that. The next day you show up and you say, hey, I'd like an ISIS cake, and uh, I want the ISIS flag on it, and you do this. How do you, who is it that says, yeah, that's fine. Well, yeah, I mean, go ahead and do that one. Right. Yeah. I would be interested to see. I mean, maybe they just didn't know what the ISIS I, I think was. That's, I think that's oh, come on. Come on. I, I, I would bet oh, you, if you, put, if you put that picture in front of uh, people and... and would they know, know what a Confederate flag is and stood for. Yes. But they didn't know Absolutely. what the ISIS Absolutely. flag is. Absolutely. I bet you put that, in front of the, put that in front of the American people right now with no context. They might mm. be able to recognize it as foreign writing, but outside of that, I would bet 90%... Yeah, but if you say, I want an ISIS flag... Right, that's is, what I'm saying. Did he, I'm, I assume that's what he did. I don't know. That did, he, did, he give a, did he give a picture of I'll a flag? And let's yeah, see I if think he did, yes. He said it was ISIS, but maybe they just didn't recognize it. But I still think so... 
Uh, I still think it's okay. ISIS flag. Nobody, they don't know. Probably, they don't know what ISIS is, yeah, the, or, or the, even the, if they did. I mean, the lady or the I, guy I, working at the bakery at Walmart. Right. What no they're way. probably told is we're not doing Confederate flags anymore. If anyone Correct. comes in and talks about Confederate flags, we're not doing that anymore. So they probably heard that in a meeting and didn't hear anything about ISIS because no one comes in and asks for ISIS stuff. But <laughs> still, right. it, it, it's ridiculous. Like, I think you need to be like, I, you need to make the point um, specifically and outwardly and say, hey, mm -hmm. uh, I want a cake of a terrorist group right. you, and you see did. if they'll do it that way. Because yes. I think they probably still might. Yes. And by the way, I, I think they might too. I don't necessarily know that I would oppose them doing it. If you want to come in and say you think ISIS is right, that is your right as an American to say that ISIS is right. If you start acting on it, that's a problem. But you're making cakes with ISIS is right. It's not necessarily anything outside of the free First uh, Amendment. Now, they can choose not to do it. And I would, you know, I would say I probably wouldn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. But if you want the society in which you have to be forced to bake cakes about every single position that comes across uh, the table then uh, you, you want a society where you make ISIS cakes. Yeah, but we're not in that society. We're not. Because it's only the things that the liberals yeah. don't want, that right. the liberals like. Right. They have to be forced to make cakes. It's, yep. uh, that's what's frustrating, I suppose. More patents, too, coming up in a sec here. Or a little bit longer. Two seconds. So we had some commercial break to get any information. To All right, maybe like 90 to 180 sets-ish. In that range, generally speaking, somewhere in the general vicinity, perhaps even longer, not really that shorter. Oh boy, we have some uh, really sad news. Really, really sad news. Bob Beckel is no longer at Fox News. I know, sad. Very sad. No longer at Fox News. They got rid of him. Yeah. Bastards. Important part of the package, I think. Um, oh, important, know. critical. Swear, I would say. Swearing on the air. No one else did it. Uh, right. Uh, like he did. Um, giving sort of the liberal opinion of the day, which uh, is why I go to Fox News. Oh, who doesn't? Because uh, so. you can't get that. Well, yeah, you can you, at MSNBC, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. but not, well, yeah, you can get it at CNN, You can too. get it everywhere else, Pat. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to stop you there. You can get it <laughs> everywhere else. Um, uh, this, is, this is great because this shows the impact of Bob Beckel. Best mm -hmm. known as the salty liberal panelist as Fox hit midday That's show. exactly how I describe mm -hmm. him, the salty liberal panelist. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would kill five A lot of people say, hey, Pat, show. who is Bob Beckel? And I say he's the salty liberal panelist Yeah. on the 5 o'clock show. Thing. Right. So he's the salty liberal panelist on Fox's hit midday show. Lots of things that I make in that particular general area disagree with. <laughs> uh, the 5. Because midday? Midday's at it's five? Like five o'clock, I don't think. <laughs> I anyway. Midday was 12. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, you uh, know, because it's. What would you describe this you're as? Right, no, I don't know. Middle of the day. Middle of the right? day. Okay, so let, <laughs> let me get to this because this is the most important thing. Okay, go because ahead. Because just demonstrating the impact <laughs> of Bob Beckel. Beckel apparently <laughs> has been off the air since February Nobody 16th. Knew. You've got to be kidding me. No. I had no idea. No. February 16th? That's why wow. you think to yourself, you know, we haven't... And what? if you think about it, you think, well, we haven't really heard... Because we used to hear stories all the time. Yeah, of, occasionally you'd hear yeah. a clip of him saying so something him stupid. swearing or whatever. and whatever on the show. Yeah. And we hadn't heard that in a while. However, you didn't know he was... 
No, not at the time. You don't think about it. And this is a pretty nasty departure, apparently. Um, His absence was surrounded by mystery for several months until the network confirmed that he had gone back surgery and later had sought rehabilitation therapy for addiction to prescription pain medication. Uh, Bill Shine is the VP of uh, programming, um, big wig at Fox News. Uh, says this. This is pretty harsh. He says, uh, we tried to work with Bob for months, but we couldn't hold the five hostage to one man's personal issues. He took tremendous advantage of our generosity, empathy, and goodwill, and we simply came to the end of the road with him. That, I mean, that's... Wow. That is a n- powerfully nasty statement Yeah, Bob was when you part ways yeah. with somebody. Bob, Bob didn't like that. Bob didn't like that. He went to Twitter to respond. He said, <clears throat> I'm no longer on the five or with Fox. Fox statement today baffles me. I will respond... In the appropriate form, I will miss you all. And then he says, I just can't understand the anger in the Fox statement. I was healing from back surgery. I could not walk. I took no advantage. I got well. And he said, Fox has been good to especially good, I think, good to me, especially when I was healing. I guess I'll never understand their anger. It is all so very sad. Well, okay, he's been gone for like four months. Uh, You know, I've talked about back surgery many times with people, and it's like a six-week recovery time. So that's but you know, you a month and a half. We don't but know his specifics. And if no, he was also in front of that a, a, a prescription pain medication addiction, yeah. I mean, it could be longer. Um, you know, I'm not, not a fan mm-hmm. of Bob Beckles, but, I mean, obviously. No, but there are issues. Sure. Well. So you're looking at, I mean, surgery like that, <laughs> and, and if you're really actually serious about trying to kick some sort of pain addiction Medication problem, which I have no idea why you would be. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> but anyway, you're just opposing you the recovery great. process. That's I mean, great that you are you are it. opposed if you are, to becoming if clean you and are, sober. Good. Okay. You know. That was you're still a couple of months anyway, right? Two, th- uh-huh. two and a half months anyway. I mean, that's yeah. That's Look, quite a ways, I can know? understand. Uh, you losing your gig on a show after that amount of time, whether yeah. even mm-hmm. if it's completely legitimate, it's just at, at some point the show needs to do something. It can't, yeah. you know, you yeah. can't, uh, you know, you can't yeah, go on forever. But, but the nastiness of the statement from Bill Shine yeah. is unusual. Yeah, it is unusual, you especially because it's I mean, like they had other issues with him too, and they're just sick to death of him now. And you see this a lot with P- <laughs> with unnamed <laughs> PR people who leak negative things about yeah. a, a talent as they're leaving. But to attach uh, but the from, guy. Yeah, the guy to come out and say that, that they are not happy with him. Uh, right. He's done something that no. they are not happy about. No, that's, that's um, which I don't know sure. what it is. So, that's for sure. That's, a, that's an interesting development. I didn't, I didn't even know he was off the air at all. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't either until last week when this story first came Although out. Although I will say I also didn't know he was on the air. Uh, I had no idea. I either. I had no idea. All right. Also, uh, they finally caught... Both escapees from from that New York prison. Uh, And one of them had a bag containing maps, tools, and and Pop-Tarts, which sounds like Jeffy. Because uh, <laughs> that'd be the first thing you, know, you would go for, right? Yeah. Is pop tarts well, I mean, if you escape from prison? You have to go with what's available. <laughs> I don't know if this story. Uh, I don't know if this story has it, uh, um, but they, it was pretty fascinating how they evaded the police for a while. How did they do it? Because the the one guy that they caught yesterday, or they shot, and he's still in critical condition. Um, that uh, they're saying stable, but earlier this morning they were saying he was still in really critical condition. They hadn't even talked to him yet. But he had, like, salt and pepper shakers from restaurants in his pockets, so he was throwing that stuff on the ground and wearing that on his body to throw off those scents to the dogs. Yeah, yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's kind of smart, huh? I know. 
Pretty smart, and huh. he made it all the way to within a mile right. and a half of the border. They screwed up. He made you it be all kidding. the way there. It really stinks that, I mean, uh, wow. they're murderers, and I'm glad they're back dead and back in prison. But sure. mm -hmm. if you were rooting for them to get out, which, I mean, some people were. Probably. people mm -hmm. to break out of prison and yeah. be free. We got it, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, if. Uh, yes. But they did not have any more other plan than their girl Get to the Mitchell, border. Their girl, Mitchell. Uh, the helper at the prison. She was there, plan A and B. Because originally they said that they had a plan B. Mm -hmm. They thought they would have a plan B. They wouldn't count just on the Mitchell lady. But that proved that they did, man. They well, needed her bad. But, I mean, think about this. This guy was up there. Um, he was spotted by an officer who recognized him. Okay, So, again, just happened to drive by him as he's jogging on a country road a mile and a half from the border. Now, let's say you run a 10-minute mile. You're not a very fast runner. That means he's 15 minutes away from the border. 15 minutes, mm -hmm. and he gets spotted. And he runs for the tree line, and as he's running, he uh, the guy who, not just a cop, but also a marksman, oh, wow. hits him twice with it being <laughs> shot. I mean, this guy was close to getting away. Now, once you get to the border, I mean, whether you could cross so it or not. The guy shot issue, him without knowing for sure. He said he recognized him. Uh, I'm sure. I mean, look. The, the, wow. I mean, they had bulletins everywhere and everything. So, but you think you'd alter your your appearance enough to mm -hmm. make it so it's not easy on first glance? Yeah, you well, would. Plus, you'd, you'd also think that he's wearing look, camouflage too. You'd exactly. also think you're not going to be walking or jogging along the side of a road because if they've got an all-out press, they had an all-out press put on to find him. You know, they were pretty much closing in on that on that circle. To have him trapped so you know it wasn't like everyone in the neighborhood was out for an afternoon stroll and they spotted one guy in a crowd here's right. one guy on a road with no one else around. wearing like camouflage fatigues right. and you know but it's like if you if you had a tree line nearby why were you why was he in the why road? in the open you know i guess he's he doing just, jogging down the road he probably thought i got one mile yep, to go it's, if a, I quicker, could just, it's nah. a quicker and wow. again like i'm obviously glad as you Jeez. are Jeffy, that yeah the oh guys, yeah one guy dead one guy might be dead. I'm happy about that, but it's just like you know, you just put yourself in the position of every movie you've seen where people are trying to escape from prison. And oh, you this think, is oh man, ready, ready for TV. Oh, this is. Right I hope it doesn't go TV movie. I hope it goes real. Make a movie. big one. Yeah, yeah, I want a big one out of this. This is a pretty amazing it story. Is. It, it is. is a pretty amazing story. Yeah, you're gonna have to use a more attractive actors though than the actual people as they always do. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents do coming up. What are you up. talking about? <laughs> I what's know. Their, what's their face? No, no, they're all good looking good people. Looking Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm just say it. Just say it. You know. And that's all. <laughs> like if we were. The Patents Do Show. Triple eight seven two seven bet eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. We are deep into baseball season, and other than uh, Stu's mindless mentions occasionally of uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, we've rarely talked about it. Uh, they're one game out of first place in the AL East. No think kidding. It's, uh, Good weekend. Yeah, two out of three against. You know the, where uh, the Houston Avengers? Astros are, right? 
they may they be are, in first place. They are no games out of the lead. <laughs> they actually <laughs> They're are, about five games up on the Rangers, I think, right now. Last I checked, they had the second most wins in the majors. <laughs> the Houston Astros, who were horrible two years. I remember sitting horrible here last in, this, year. in, this, uh, in these seating arrangements, so it had to be pretty recent, yeah, talking about how the speculation was that the owner actually intentionally destroyed the team. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, I, you know, and they got a 0, 0.0 rating in one of their games, and, right. and now they're in first place. Right. I, mean, I wish I put some, money on that. That's an Jeez. amazing ah. turnaround. Although the problem is because they were so bad for, what, four years in a row or five or something, and they got rid of everybody anybody knew, and then they couldn't win, mm-hmm. they lost their fan base. Oh, yeah. I was watching uh, a game uh, against the Blue Jays uh, that they were playing earlier this year, and I wanted to remind Houston that they've been winning for a while. You yeah. may want to show up go back. Might want to go back to Minute Maid Park or whatever it is Not a lot of people now. there. They not will, though. Yeah, they I might. hope so. Don't forget, uh, Texas is uh, down, the, down the drain, and uh, Houston is going up, and it's all because of Nolan Ryan. Maybe. That for, is a good point, frankly. Not that good because Texas That's is actually pretty, pretty good. good this year. They're good. They're right around 500, but, a little bit above. But they got rid of Nolan. He goes down to Houston again, turns that franchise around. I mean, he could take some credit here yes, and he really look good in this. Yes, he could in this thing. And I found myself listening good. to stupid Blue Jays on the radio this weekend, driving around just because of Stu. I'm going, oh, the Blue Jays. I got to listen to them. Mm-hmm. I thought See? they were going to lose too because they were, had the, r- the roof closed. The announcers were heavy on the Texas Texas Ranger announcers were heavy on the Blue Jays are well below 500 with the roof closed at home. Well below 500. Wow. They've got an at-home record that's great, but that's what the roof opened. Look, Jeffy, it's it's natural for people to have uh, a lot of uh, interest in America's team, and the Blue Jays are there for anyone. Who... Why would the Toronto, Canada, Blue Jays be? America's team. Look, I mean, there's some things that, that aren't easy to explain in sports. We and there's some that are impossible to explain because we, they're not true. <laughs> no, well, we just know that people love the Blue Jays. They're rooting for them all the time. Uh, yeah, like three people. And they're all you. Uh, you're like three people in one. calling me yeah. fat? <laughs> It's true, but I'm just wondering. And it's if like you're the clover me. leaf. Mm-hmm. You know, the clover leaf is almost three leaves in one or four or something. And then. Mm-hmm. You're like a clover leaf. Thank you. Yeah. That's uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> all I meant. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, all of the following are actual injuries to Major League Baseball players. Um, uh, I don't know why we're talking about this, except that it's baseball season. But these are the oddest baseball injuries <laughs> ever. Babe Ruth, for instance, knocked himself unconscious by running headfirst into a coconut palm tree in spring training, chasing after a fly ball. That, that's not good. You probably shouldn't plant a coconut palm tree in the outfield. (laughs) It's true. It's probably a good safety tip. Uh, Walter George Jumbo Brown, he was a Yankees pitcher, 255 pounds, injured two of his teammates, putting them on the disabled list when he played leapfrog with them. (laughs) Okay, that is weird. uh, Jeffy, how many times has that happened to you? I don't really. You don't want to talk about it? You seem broken up. Well, there's... Mm -hmm. If you want to see, you can go to the website. No, no we really no, don't, but thank you. Website. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Tom Glavin broke a rib vomiting after eating bad airplane food. Uh, yeah, I, that one I believe. I, you, I do, too. You I, could, that's a violent act. Yes, yes. For me, it really is. Well, it's one of those things where you know people. You always hear those people like, well, uh, they've been losing weight by eating and then vomiting. That does not seem worth it. Not to me. No. That is, oh. you know, other than getting, like, cancer or something. 
That is my least favorite thing in the world. The nausea. I mean, nausea yeah. destroys you. Oh, my gosh. You know, and that's why I, I like, hate it like I, nothing else. You know, part, like you hear these arguments of uh, things like uh, medical marijuana and stuff, which, which is pure. Apparently, medical marijuana does a good job with that problem with specifically nausea. with nausea. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I, like when you have it, I almost want to just start smoking pot if that works. Because it's so. Uh, destroys you even normal nausea just because you have like you're just kind of sick and you're at home it ruins your life when i had the stomach <laughs> flu a couple of weeks ago and missed the show i if i had pot in the house i would have smoked it because <laughs> <laughs> why did you call jeffy i wanted anything to stop that nausea and it was just it was uh, relentless Dude. i know i should have called you there are very you. few benefits yeah. of knowing jeffy. i know this is the that, one time you know, he i was so by. sick i didn't even think of it <laughs> How about Denny McLean? He was, of course, a uh, famous uh, Red Sox, uh, excuse me, Tigers pitcher, who was trying to win his 30th game of the season. When he saw his team score the winning run, he jumped up excitedly, hit his head on the concrete dugout roof, and knocked himself unconscious. <laughs> You'd have to laugh at that. I mean, I don't like it to laugh yeah. at people's pain, but that's funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's kind of like uh, the guy, was it last year? In the NFL game, when he sacked the quarterback and oh, then yeah. jumped in the yep. air and landed bad on his knee yep. and blew out his knee and was out for the year, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, man. Okay, maybe you're too large a man to be jumping up and down like that and you shouldn't maybe do that. Mm. Uh, John Smoltz tried ironing his shirt while he was still wearing it and burned his chest. Mm. <laughs> Oops. And, um, have, that, you that that? have you ever tried that? That hurts. I actually have tried that before. Because you feel like if you push it out a little bit, you right, can kind of... still air it. And then you, you don't have do to it. take it off. Right. Uh, but it, it's not a good idea. No, it is not Just, a good uh, idea. Stop for not, it, only let professionals try that. <laughs> uh, how about uh, Brian Anderson he cut his middle finger on his pitching arm while opening a bottle of cologne? <laughs> okay. That's odd. Very. Ricky Henderson got frostbite in August. I wonder where that... What city did that happen in? I don't know. i got to find it. Hmm. Yeah, look that up. Matt Anderson shredded a muscle in his right arm while throwing... An octopus, because who doesn't throw octo octopi? <laughs> uh, we actually f discovered recently that the plural of octopus is simply octopus. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not octopi? No. It and it's not, not octopuses? No. Mm -mm. Hippopotamuses is... is, uh, is that's the... I think that's hippopotami. No. No? I've, uh, it's, it's also uh, hippopotamus? Yeah, because uh, I only... Because uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. Yeah. Um, and then mm -hmm. it goes through, and he, she eventually gets to the point where she calls it hippopotamusis. So that is <laughs> the actual plural. All right. Well, thank you for that. Appreciate that. Uh, Greg Harris hurt his wrist while flicking sunflower seeds. Okay. I want, did this cost them actual games? Because I, I would think the manager would be really pissed at some of these. Nolan Ryan was bitten by a coyote, uh, which is actually <laughs> not... It doesn't seem like a fun, funny injury at all. That's really terrible. weird. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, really weird. I was living in Texas, so. Oh my God, my uh, my daughter this weekend. She's just, <laughs> we're we're walking out of church, and there's like kind of like a, a sort of a grassy area mm -hmm. where, like you know, sometimes when we're walking on the sidewalk, they'll run in this grassy area and do what kids do, running around. So anyway, they start running in that area, and my daughter um, basically will not listen to anything you say. Um, so uh, no, this is going to be good development for the future, I'm sure. No, you yeah. can count on that development. Oh, happening. yeah, it's awesome. Mm. So she just does not listen. 
So uh, we're we're waiting. You know, she she runs out over there over to this area, and it's like it's a it's a safe area. It's like it's boxed in, so she can't run to the street. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like you kind of you're okay with her running over there. So she runs over there, and uh, and my son kind of runs over there as well. And then we're like, come on, Zach, we're, we're going. You know, to the car. So my son comes back. She just stands there. She <laughs> she runs up to like next to a tree and just stands there on the mulch. And we're like, Ainsley, come on, come on, Ainsley, come on this way. Anyway, she's just standing there, and all of a sudden. She just starts crying. Just standing there, just starts crying. Octopus. You, can, you need to get re- used to that, too, as well. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, right. you'd I think, okay, and I'm thinking to myself, is that kid, kid crying? Something I would ha- thought it was an octopus attack. Or an octopus <laughs> attack, but it's something basic, you know? So if we're sitting there, she's crying, then she starts really crying, like oh boy. freaking out, <clears throat> oh crying boy. a lot. And my wife recognizes the tonal difference in mm. between the normal cry and the Ainsley freaking out cry. Runs over there, Octopus. her legs covered in fire ants. Oh, yeah. Oh, she was standing man. on a fire ant mound. Yeah. Oh, that's so not how she's she, before. I mean, she's covered. So, oh, you know, we're running over there, like, we're like, you know, you know go, I'm like going down her legs, yeah. just stripping out like dozens of these things. They're all yeah. over, oh, biting yeah. there her could be everywhere. In just a matter of seconds. Yeah, we had to, like, you know, that. take off the clothes, make sure there's none, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in the diet. Oh, it was awful. So, anyway, her feet are all just like. Swollen, bites, red, bites. Oh, everywhere. No. I mean, it's yeah. it was bad. Oh man. Uh, yeah, it, and of course, you know, you just like it's so it's really annoying because it's you know, she and it was cute in a way because she's just standing there and she's just crying like a maniac, but not moving, right, like not running frozen. away. She's just frozen, frozen yeah. from like what the hell is happening to me. It was terrible. Yep. And so anyway, we get her home mm-hmm. and you know she's fine. She, she she gets through it. But I go back. <laughs> I go back to church later later that night with the fire ant killer, and I make sure every one of those damn fire ants gets what it deserves. It was a, a revenge jihad. Did it kill? You know they the can they, they can survive nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Did it kill them? Those uh, they're they're yeah. hard to kill. You know, yeah, I have the um, Texas fire ant yeah. is hard I to use kill. Andro stuff, which is uh, yeah. Sometimes Andro will work. And they it will kill. Well. That stuff will kill some of them, but then what happens is they just burn they come deeper. Back. They go somewhere else. Yeah, that's probably you got to get the queen. You have to kill. The I queen. got a lot of them. Whatever I did, because I saw them all <laughs> sitting there eating <laughs> the little pellets. You stupid idiots! <laughs> <laughs> keep eating it, morons. You know the way to Here, get bring those. it back to your queen, you dope. <laughs> the way to get those is just pour. Go back tonight and pour gasoline down there. Yeah, and light it up. Yeah, set I the fire like... ants on fire. That's always yes. fun. That is what a lot of people seem to recommend mm-hmm. online. Uh, I felt like maybe going to my church mm-hmm. and lighting it on fire was not the best thing. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. No, no, you need to do that. Oh, I do. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you need to do that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll work. All right. But it wasn't a coyote who bit her. No. no so that's it. good. Slight At off least that's no, good. Uh, then we have Ted Williams in a minor league game who got furious after making an out. Angry. He smashed his hand through a glass water cooler in the dugout. His arm was cut to shreds. Uh, the doctor later told him if that if the glass had penetrated a fraction of an inch deeper, you would have cut open an artery and bled to death. Oh wow. God. Wow. wow. So, so some bizarre uh, baseball injuries for you. We'll uh, tweet okay. that out uh, at Pat and Stu. It's uh, from Nidorama. It's a really cool list, actually. I'll come back with more in a second. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Did you get bitten trying to get the fire ants off of her? Uh, no, I don't think I actually yeah. did. I've been bitten by them before. But sh- today, the second and third day is the worst. And she's yeah. going to have a rough, rough next couple days. Because then they turn into the blisters and right. stuff. It's nasty. nasty. So how many bites? 50, oh, 60. Please, it was a lot. They were all over the place. On her feet, her ankles, her legs. And stuff.
727 back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, there's been a, uh, an interesting test. The Coke versus Pepsi E. coli test. Uh, it was done by uh, Ella Rotman. And Ella says, once I had the bacteria cells growing on soda, I tested to see whether they preferred Coke or Pepsi. So she got bacteria to grow and then uh, inoculated the E. coli into liquid media made from each beverage and then tracked their growth over the course of each day. Used a spec spectrophotometer, spectrophotometer, to measure the density of cells in the tubes over time. Now, this is a lot of effort for something that just doesn't matter. Mm -mm. Only in America, where you have this kind of capitalism, where you have this kind of prosperity, do people actually have the time to test E. coli on Pepsi and, Co and mm -hmm. Coke? Why would you do this? Because they have government money and they don't know what else to do. <laughs> yeah, that could be it, too. That could be you it, You would too. know, Jeff, because you've tried to scam the government <laughs> hundreds of times. Scam is a, now, it turns a out, wrong word. If you're really, really curious about what happened, the bacteria did grow faster on Pepsi than on Coke. I mean, they should have known that. Yeah. I mean, everything likes Coke better. I mean, Pepsi better than Coke. On solid plates, the E. coli also That's, forms... Is that why Coke outsells it dramatically? Because most people don't, haven't tried. Those people who like it <laughs> oh, more what? have not tried the Pepsi. Really? Because yeah. that would be an yeah, interesting really statistical true. anomaly. Yes, it would. Yeah, it would be. Uh, how that would happen. Uh, then says, uh, Ella says, I have shown that when given a choice between Coke and Pepsi, E. coli prefer Pepsi. It is also interesting to note that... Although the bacteria were initially trained to like Coke, they still preferred Pepsi. You're training Put e. that in your pipe and smoke it, okay? That's a living organism that doesn't even have will, and it just absolutely <laughs> prefers Pepsi. Enough said. I just assume I'm going okay? to be seeing Pepsi commercials with bacteria like our products more. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, watch for that spot. Yeah, coming soon. It's, it's coming. Mm -hmm. That's probably they're saving it for Super Bowl Sunday next year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. um, so. And uh, while we're on uh, food products... Uh, uh, let's uh, end the uh, show today with a new one that we had never contemplated mm. before, the deep-fried Big Mac. Ooh. Now, is, is this an idea? Really a, such a thing? Uh, well, no, but uh, oh. what happened was this: uh, these people, Look I guess the site that. Peep My Eats, have decided to... Uh, Look at that, though. That Doesn't that look delicious? I... Probably not to you, Stu, but, you know, to a non-vegetarian. No, yeah, I can see that. So they took the Big Mac here, and you say, oh... Okay. Okay, this is peep my sneaks, not peep my eats, but I don't know if that matters. So they put, they just kind of dipped it in egg. Okay, Ooh, so yeah, you got to give it an egg wash. Give it a little bit of a, a breadcrumb coating. And then breadcrumbs, and then you dip it and deep wow. fat fry it. Oh, wow. Man. Wow. I don't know. Look it, at that. Most things are better deep fried. That's true. I mean, that's I the bottom line. I would say that's true, yeah. You, candy bars, you have all those fair foods they do it to every year. Yeah. A place uh, where near uh, where we used to do the show in uh, Tampa, Florida, the mothership, WFLA radio, uh, West Shore Pizza, all over the place down there. Yeah. And uh, they were listening to the show at one point and uh, brought us a deep-fried cheesesteak. Now, this is back in the day uh, where I was eating so uh, stuff like that, and mm. it was so delectable. Good. I so mean, it yeah. was over-the-top, like, you felt like you were having a heart attack as you were eating it, but they took a an entire cheesesteak mm -hmm. and actually battered it and fried it, and it came back on, and it was like one bite, and you could just feel every... Like, you remember, there was a... Um, That's what I'm going to go on record as saying. I, I did not feel that. No, I, no of course I not. did not feel heart attack coming your, your body thought it was a salad it was, it was <laughs> um, your body was like oh man this is the best thing he's given us 
in 16 years. <laughs> I, but on that note, we should pick up the pull up the picture from uh, my Twitter account from uh, Saturday night of Jeffy because that's an interesting story to tell as well. And, and we by the way, what the hell was the deal with you spilling coke or whatever that was all over everybody in the region? That's right. What happened there? What was that all about? You did do that. He's sitting right behind Glenn at the table at the table next to us. So Glenn's right here, and he's about to receive, you know, this award for Entrepreneur of the Year. And Jeffy's like, and he drops this, drops from like five feet high this full drink, and it spilled all over Glenn, slopped all over my wife, clear over to me, sitting four people away from him. Oh, I apologize. Sorry. About to go on stage at this award show with a Coke drenched tux, <laughs> thanks to Jeffy. I mean, he is frantically trying to get the Coke off of it. Is that what it was? Was it Coke? What yes. was the drink? What happened there? Why? Why did Why did it that happen? Can hit the ground. It, that's what happens. The can hits <laughs> the ground and it breaks. <laughs> and that's what happens? Uh, one of them. Your uh, hands. No, that's the, so here's that's the picture. Uh, this is after. the incident actually happening. Do you have this on Twitter? Up after. This is my. Uh, this is. <laughs> Jeffy, as he's trying to clean up after he's dripped the soda all over the place. The next picture, or a couple later, is it a good one, too, where Jeffy's eating. Uh, as it's hard to take a picture of Jeffy when he's not eating. Uh, he's just always eating. Um, and that's kind of what Jeffy does. Uh, but uh, it's the one about, um, let's see, that one there. Yeah, that's that one right there. Yeah, here we go. This one. This is a legitimate conversation Jeffy and I had. He asked, what the hell is this? And I said, it's lettuce, Jeffy. <laughs> Jeffy had never seen it before. Not like that. He, he. And people were cracking me up on Twitter, like responding with things like, Jeffy's used to uh, having a different green leaf rolled up. Uh, That's good. Uh, Commenting was, that they allowed me to use a fork and a knife. Yeah, not just spoons. spoons. People expected it to be all spoons for Jeffy, but <laughs> he, he can use forks. He just doesn't know what they are. He only can express the word spoons. Uh, but it doesn't mean he only uses spoons. That's right. a, that's a we misnomer. We never said that. It's a misnomer. We never said that. Mm -hmm. so. so it was a fun night, though. And it was fun to see you, Jeffy, dressed up uh, You know, in something other than an orange jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. So, that. so I guess it felt good for everybody. I was glad to participate. <laughs> now, did any of the spilled beverage get on you, or was it just for everybody else? Yes, I, I, I had hope I that at least you got to participate. I, I did participate in, in a little bit good. of the okay. spillage. Good. Yes. Good. All right. So it was really fun. <laughs> sure. You yeah. are. Someday you I'll tell you the whole story. You uh, can't take you anywhere. Is what I kept thinking. You, you just can't. I mean, accident. you are. Accidents happen. You are an accident. Your whole life is a giant accident. <laughs> Solid point. We'll leave it on that. Right. See you tomorrow. Where's the food? Jeffy ate it all. Okay.